Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Everything's heating up. Divisional round this weekend. Great house specials. Great props at Bet Rivers. Extend the fun throughout the rest of the playoffs with the first touchdown insurance. Log on to Bet Rivers or download the app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. All right, so divisional round matchups that we have are now set after last night's uh, dud by the Buccaneers. And uh, we'll talk about one of the big games in the AFC, Bengals-Bills here. Rocky Boyman joins the program, played in the NFL, is a host now on 700 WLW in Cincinnati of the uh, uh, Eddie and Rocky show. Rocky, good to talk to you again. How are you today? Mitch, Paulie, fellas, how you doing? Good to be with you. Doing, Thanks, doing really well. Let's go back to the game on Sunday night first. What was your reaction when it happened to the Huntley fumble and the Hubbard TD return? Well, it, it was amazing because, first of all, as you probably know, Sam Hubbard is a local Cincinnati kid. Went mm-hmm. to Moeller High School here in town, then played college at Ohio State uh, before going to the Bengals. I, I actually knew Sam Hubbard when he was, I think a junior in high school, right? I go back a little ways. I used to train him at my training academy a, l- a little bit. So all his success is due to me, guys, as, as you well know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, but no, so, I mean, but for him to have that play, I mean, I mean, the discussion on my radio show yesterday was, you know, it, it, where does this rank on the greatest moments in Cincinnati sports history, right? You got 4192 being hit by Pete Rose in 1985. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Tom Browning's perfect game. You know, all these kind of pivotal, you know, moments, seminal moments in Cincinnati history. And, and I think Sam Hubbard, especially being 
a, a local kid. Uh, I don't see how he's not included, if not the very top of that list for most spectacular plays in Cincinnati sports history. Because, I mean, look, guys, face it, I, I think the Bengals, without that happening, the Bengals lose that game. Yeah. I mean, they, they had you know, really kind of collapsed there in the second half. Uh, offensive line, as we'll get to, was, was bad. Ravens really took control of that game. And then by, by Logan Wilson, I mean, making an unbelievable play, stripping that ball. Mm-hmm. Sam Hubbard running it back. Uh, that was all she wrote. Yeah. Fourteen point swing, no doubt. Did they get away with a block in the back? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, look, I, 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 I'll tell you this. So, and as someone, I, I call college football games for ESPN. I am of the opinion that there's there's times and places where you call things and you and you let things go. And I don't think in that moment. I think if you're judging at it, you're looking at it. Would he have caught up to him and? Caught, you know, tackled him at the one-yard line? I don't think so. Um, so, you know, by the letter of the law, was that a, was that a block in the back? Yes. Have I seen uh, block in the backs get called for less? Absolutely. But uh, I was fine uh, with the no call there, and I would have been fine with it had the roles been reversed. Okay. So, again, yeah, one of the bigger storylines, and you briefly referenced it there, another offensive lineman go. This is funny the way it works, isn't it, Rocky? Not funny, funny, uh, ha-ha, but just funny. I mean, Jonah Williams goes down. That's now the third offensive lineman on the shelf. Dislocated kneecap. Here's the crazy thing. He had the same injury against the Ravens in Week 5. He didn't miss any time. A dislocated kneecap sounds like one of the most gruesome injuries any player could suffer. Is there a chance he could actually play this weekend against Buffalo? I, I don't know, and I think it's going to obviously take some time. Zach Taylor was you know, pretty noncommittal about it, um, but, but you're right. I mean, for a big man like that, uh, for a dislocated kneecap, I've I've seen that injury before. It looks gruesome, too, by the way. Um, but, uh, you know, here's what's interesting is the entire offseason of the Bengals was based around we have got to protect the investment that is Joe Burrow, right? You go back to the, this time last year in the playoffs. Uh, Titans win in Nashville against the Titans, but Burrow gets sacked, I think it was seven or nine or 15 times, I forget. <laughs> but, right? He got sacked that done. Um, same thing, you go back to the last play of the Super Bowl. Right, is Aaron Donald, who of course is one of the greatest ever, but nevertheless, Burrow gets sacked. If he has a split second more time, Jamar Chase is running wide open down the sideline there. So the entire offseason was based on we got to protect Joe Burrow, we got to protect this investment. This is a once in a generation quarterback we have, but we, we can't play around. So they went out and they you know got Ted Karras, got Alex Kappa, got Lael Collins. And early in the season, the results weren't that great, but it took time for that group to develop. And they did. By midseason, they were cranking. The offensive line looked good, both in the run and the pass game. Uh, and, but I guess what I'm saying is, you know, here we are. Bengals do all that work, spend all that money, and they're basically back in the same damn place they were last year, which is going into these pivotal, big-time NFL playoff games with an offensive line that leaves a little bit to be desired. So I think that's a, certainly a, a huge concern, especially after you go all the things and do all the things you have to do to get here. I mean, this line for the first 15 weeks, no injuries. They started every game, all five of them, right? And then one offensive lineman goes down in the next three consecutive games. It's just the reality of the NFL. It's the great equalizer. You can do everything right. You can do off-season, in-season, call the right play. But injuries are such of a factor in pro football and football in general, more so than any of the other sports. Brutal. Now, when they first met in the Monday night game, of course, the Hamlin game that was called in the first quarter, it appeared as if the Bengals were going to maybe go up and down the field. It was a very short sample size. I get it, Rocky. 
But, I mean, they were going to isolate guys on the outside, and I think Burrow was going to have a field day. What's the game plan now if they're down three offensive linemen and Williams can't go? Is it going to be quicker passing, or will Buffalo take anything away from that game and say, look, we're going to put more attention on the outside, and if they want to run the football, we'll let them run the football. Will the Bengals have patience to do that? Because they're not a very good running team. They're not, especially the last few weeks. And to me, that's the biggest concern. But let me make this point first. I think the Bills do exactly what the Ravens were having success doing on Sunday night, which is, look, the Ravens defense, if you watch that game, said, look, we're not letting anything get over our heads, yeah, right? Yeah, we're going to yep. make sure everything's in front. We're going to force Joe Burrow to, to, to dink and dunk us down the field, which he did. He was having success doing that. But, but look, if you adopt that short passing, quick passing game plan, it also must be accompanied by the run, and the Bengals just can't do that right now. So I, I think if you're, the, if you're the Bills, you say, look, the, the thing that's going to get us beat and get us run out of our own stadium is Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, you know, catching 60-yard passes down the sideline or these big, big plays. Let, let's see if this offense can, can, can go you know, down the field, short passing game the entire time, okay? And then also well, we're going to bet that they're not going to be able to run the ball on us. I, I, I think that's what they're going to see. And then, you know, look, let, let it work out the way it may, but I think the Bills are going to be particular to not – to try to not let any big plays and things like that get over their head. What's the level of concern if it's close now with McPherson? Uh, well, yeah, I, I don't think as much. Look, anytime a, kisser, a kicker misses anything, yeah, there's a little bit of a concern. But, I mean, the, the guy has been so so money, right? Uh, I mean, last year, uh, he still has not missed a playoff field goal, which is still something else. Uh, hopefully he didn't watch the uh, Cowboys game last yeah. night and that poor kid missed whatever it was, a four or five kick. Um, but I, I think uh, – I, I don't think there's any real concern on there uh, with, with okay. uh, uh, McPherson just so, yeah. What do you think of uh, Buffalo now? And, and if, if from a Buffalo standpoint, when you evaluate them, these turnovers every week. We were talking about before you came yeah. on. Allen has 25 turnovers. They have the third most turnovers on the season. And Miami, yes, Miami sacked them seven times last week. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's a big concern, yeah, and, and, and Allen uh, has two interceptions and a fumble. Uh, it's a big concern, especially if, if you're looking at this game. I, I think you'd probably give, considering the Bengals' offensive line situation, you, you give a little bit of the edge to Buffalo, but, I mean, turnovers are, are of course, the great equalizer as well, you know, and, and hopefully for the Bengals' sake they can find ways to create some pressure and, and, and get more of those. I think that's certainly – has to be a part of the equation for the Bengals to win this game. All right, so what do you think the final score is coming up on Sunday? Oh, gosh, I knew you were going to ask me this. Um, um, I, I can't see it being super high scoring. I, um, I'm going to go 32-28 Bengals, though. I, 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 here, here, and here's why I'm going to say that. Cause, and I said this on my radio show yesterday. One side of looking at this is, okay, we've got three new offensive linemen, and the, the, the dream is coming to the end. The other way to look at this is coming off the, the Hubbard 98-yard fumble return for the touchdown, the Bengals may feel like they are a team of death, right? Like they are meant – like they should have lost that game, right? And the unbelievable happens. It's almost like the Cosmos is saying, hey, mm-hmm. things are on our side here. And, and I'll point to one bit of evidence. Uh, on my, when I was with the Colts in 2006, when we won the Super Bowl, we entered the playoffs. First game, we played the Kansas City Chiefs, right? We had the worst run defense in the NFL. They had the best rush offense in the NFL. So it's like, oh, my God, Larry Johnson's going to run for 7,000 yards in this game. 
he didn't. We held him 13 rushes to, for 32 yards, I think. And it's like after that, after we did basically the impossible, it was like, oh, my God, man, like, like, like this is destiny. We're, we're, we're supposed to win this. We, next week we go to Baltimore. Peyton Manning plays the most horrible game he's ever played. We win on five Adam Benatari field goals, yeah. right? You just kind of get the feeling like, you know, it's like things are supposed to work out here. So uh, for that reason, and I'm sure I, I'm, I absolutely could be wrong, but I, I'm going to say the Bengals get this one done. Very cool. Wow. You can follow Rocky on Twitter, uh, at Rocky Boyman NFL. Catch him on 700 WLW in Cincinnati on the Eddie and Rocky show. Um, thanks so much, Rocky. Great talking to you as always. Guys, always a pleasure. Let's do it again. Thanks. Yeah, Thank be you. good. Great job. All right, so he's going to stick with the local team there. 32-20. Tough game. Very tough, tough game. game. Uh, as of right now, I honestly have no plans of touching this game. Okay. You? Why would you? I mean, you're... Nah, I can't. You yeah, can't. I get, uh, you're tied into the Bills here. Involved in play. Be nice to get a Kansas City win on Saturday and then knowing what's on the line in the, in the Sunday game. Well, I would say as I just like... Match from, up Bills-Chiefs. Yeah, from an entertainment standpoint... As long as the Chiefs win, the AFC title game can be just the nuts. Yeah. You know, regardless yeah. of the well, outcome in that Bills-Bengals well, game. If the Eagles beat the Giants, Dallas-Philly or, or yeah. San Francisco-Philly, how yeah. awesome. Yep. Great reaction today. We'll go down that path again coming up next of uh, losses that still haunt you. It's amazing. This all happens basically when you're a kid. And games stick with you more than anything else. Even even the bad beats you've taken, betting as an adult, uh, we'll continue with that coming up next year on VSIN. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. 
Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. This is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. NFL better, handicapper, friend of the show, Adam Chernoff, coming up in 15 minutes. We'll find out uh, his early look and bets that he likes for the divisional round in the NFL. Uh, and we, we brought this up last hour. Based on how the Chargers lost the game on Saturday night, up 27 nothing, you blow the game. Losses that still haunt you, losses you can't get over. By the way, this could happen when you were... 9, 13, or it could have been, you know, eight months ago with a bad beat, or really, really, really awful bad beat. Um, you know, people are bringing up the Marshawn Lynch Super Bowl game. Like, not sure, not running him at the goal line. The I'm Seahawks. Sure that bothers Richard Sherman. Yeah, it still does. I mean, they yep. were going to go back to back potentially there. A lot of them. The Atlanta New England Super Bowl. I mean, it's 28 to 3. It's one of the biggest choke jobs of all time. Yeah. 28 3, third quarter. It's very difficult to win titles. Uh-huh. How many times will the Falcons be in a spot to actually win another one? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and they had it. Game's over with. Yep. And they just could not put them away. They blew that game you know, over and over again. This is from Matt. It's such a great tweet. He can relate to your 1999 NFC title game with the Vikings. He said it's with a bullet. It's that game. He was 14 and uh, the, it was the first time he ever dipped into the, quote, medicine cabinet. <laughs> He's so depressed. He couldn't sleep for a week. I know. The, that team, Moss, made him a diehard Vikings fan. Pain and misery ever since. Yep. We have a buddy in town whose brother, go back to the uh, Giants-Bills Super Bowl. Didn't his brother lock himself in the bathroom for yeah. like a week? Yeah, he wouldn't. The, the, yeah, the nor would miss. He wouldn't go to school. He would refuse to go to school. Would not yeah, come out know. of the bathroom. Yeah, I, he was so depressed. Sure. So then, what's that like losing know. the next three Super Bowls? <laughs> After that, guess, yeah. well, they were blowouts, so it was it was over early at yeah. least with what happened. Absolutely, tuck rule, tuck rule. Yep, that's again a perfect example. What happened to the Raiders after the tuck rule? Mm-hmm. I mean, does Gruden leave? Does he stay in Oakland at the time? Now nah, he was leaving with the L. Davis situation. Yeah, probably. Miami, Ohio State, the, the late Phantom Flag. Game's over. Miami's celebrating. National champions. Whoops, laundry. Yep. Ohio State wins. Yep. Yep. Miami hasn't been the same. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-seven national title game. Keith Smart drains oh, the baseline jumper. Back. That's oh. that's that's 35, 36 years ago now, Paul. Okay, that's a long time. But the list of just, it depends on where you're from, obviously, locally, regionally, stuff that's going to stick with you. Uh, I'm surprised Brian tweeted in about Leon Durham, 1984 NLCS, between Buckner's legs, uh, 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 Durham's legs, uh-huh. and they blow it. I mean, that's if you're a Cub fan, it's got to be Bartman, though. I mean, the Cubs blew a 2 nothing lead uh, against the Padres, but that was there was a lot that happened in that series. Yeah. 
Uh, but it was, I mean, the, the Bartman game is just at the time. Now, again, it worked out, but that's that team was so good. Well, you know, if they don't win that World Series in 2016, it's still going to be there. Oh, sure. It's still lingering. Yep. You know, that's never going to go away. The, um, boy, a lot of people in the Minnesota area chiming in. Gary Anderson, only miss of the entire year. Were you, what was your reaction to that? What do you mean? The Anderson miss. I couldn't believe it. He was perfect the whole year. Again, the whole... The I whole never cr- missed. He never no, missed a kick the entire year. He missed a kick the whole year. The whole crowd is chanting Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Yeah. It's over. And this guy hadn't missed. Oh. Robert Smith kept running out of bounds. I remember that. I remember that too. But and it, they're moving the ball, and that's okay. Atlanta gets the stop. Kick the field goal, go up 10. I think it was 37 yards. He hooks it. And the Atlanta goes down the field. Did you listen to post-game shows that night? Yeah. you couldn't even do it? Yeah, I love you. Paul Charchian, who's a regular on this oh, show, God. lives in the area. He went to the game. Said it was a funeral leaving. Sure, it was. You could drop a pin and hear it. They had the uh, the uh, local newspaper had the Super Bowl stuff. Fans on their way out of the stadium yeah. holding up the Super Bowl. Did stuff. you I did mean, you say this on or off the air earlier today? Think about this, folks. That fifteen and they've never won a Super Bowl. Fifteen no. and one, they're favored by double digits over a fourteen and two team that year. They were. What what does a Minnesota Denver Super Bowl look like? With Cunningham and Moss and Carter and Reed going against Elway and Terrell Davis. On paper, that yeah. would have been one of the best super. That's why, like, here, it's all setting up, right? Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. Boy, you can't go wrong. Who's going to throw a wrench into this whole thing? Yeah. Yep. It doesn't happen very often. I couldn't believe he missed the kick. Hmm. <sighs> No, they had a below-average defense, but that's the other thing. I mean, get one stop here, but you're you're up ten in the fourth quarter at home. You got to close it out. And I said it when it happened too. I would have promoted Brian Billick and got rid of Denny Green because Billick was. Uh, you could say, well, anyone could run that offense. Well, that wasn't the case. He was the mastermind. Rand- Randall Cunningham was then benched the following year. That's right. And we went to Jeff George, and then they drafted Culpepper. And then, of course, two years later, <laughs> got to be a Minnesota fan. They lose 41-0 in the NFC title game. They're favored in that game against the phony Giants. Uh How that turned out. I can't imagine how much joy the Randy Moss rookie season gave you and every other Vikings fan. I mean, that's honestly, that regular season was like the uh, the 2015 Golden State Warriors. Oh, they were fun to watch. I've never seen a visiting, like uh, a road. When the Warriors were on the road that year in 2015-2016, when Steph was the first ever unanimous MVP, I've never seen like the Hornets crowd or teams at home play, hosting the Warriors that excited to watch like a traveling, you know, I can't call it a circus because that's the wrong word. It wasn't a circus because they were a machine. And he was just bomb. He was more efficient from like 28 feet out than Dwight Howard was at the rim that uh-huh, year. Uh huh. Yep. And every local fan base just could not, they were getting there like an hour and a half before tip time yep. to watch them. I mean, if you're a Falcon fan, though, I mean, guy, 28 to 3. In the third quarter of the Super Bowl, my God, that that's got to be right up there. Well, that's a Maryland fan with Duke up ten. How late was that? That was actually I'll Where never forget that? that game. That was the weekend I had my going away party to move out to Las Vegas. It was a regular season game. They had Juan Dixon, Steve Blake that year. Maryland. What At, was the cho- what was the meltdown in the tournament? They were up by twenty, I think, in the first half. Okay, the yeah, regular I, season game. They're up ten with a minute. Ten, ten with a minute to play. Oh, ten God. with a minute. And J- Jay Williams just took over. And that game was on the TV at my going away party, and we're just like watching in stunned belief. It's stunned disbelief. Sure. How do you blow a 10-point lead right, with uh, right. that much time left? Yeah, this is great. Feedback's uh, fantastic. 
Uh, stunning that we had we had a basketball game on the list. 2002 game six, Lakers-Kings, Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Uh, Bartman game had to be on there for me. Uh, UNLV-Duke in 1991. I mean, that that's people chiming in with that one. Bartman game, uh, Ravens-Broncos. I just, I, I, I want to see the best teams when it comes to the NFL playoffs. Right. I really, I don't want to see the upsets. I want one seed, two seed, one seed, two seed. And, it, you know, it's it's a long season. I want to see the big boys go at it. And I just, I wanted Manning against Brady. And for Joe Flacco and the Ravens to pull that out. The Raheem Moore business. What are you doing? How do you let someone get behind you up seven with 30 seconds and then you try to intercept the pass and, and you misjudge it? Yeah. And it goes That's over your head. Literally the only thing that you can lose to. <laughs> yes. Is a Hail yes. Mary shot like that right. and you allowed it to happen. And it was a lot like the 98 Vikings. Because then Denver couldn't score in overtime, double overtime, right? And the Vikings went to overtime, and they kind of panicked. And they just said, well, when in doubt, we'll just throw it deep to Moss. And they couldn't hook up on any yeah, of them. Yeah. Um, that was like the Patriots when they were in trouble against the Giants Yeah, in 07. Brady's going to throw it 65 yards down the field, see yeah. if Moss can catch something here. Uh, this is from Jim in Baltimore. His loss was uh, the Cardinals against the Steelers. This is a betting standpoint here. Super Bowl. Interception return into the first half. Santonio Holmes touchdown. He was he had Arizona money line, and he was betting that throughout the playoffs, and he kept letting it ride. So imagine that turnover because that was chaos oh, that, was that year. It was in like the, the Baltimore game, fourteen point swing. Yeah, they're they're going to score, and, and and Harrison takes it sure ninety plus the other way. But if if he took a stance on Arizona to win every game that year in the playoffs, that's rather than taking a future bet on Arizona, right. he was letting it ride. Yeah, that was like wasn't that four versus six in the NFC to go to the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Something like that. Philly and Arizona. It was Yeah, Philly was the six. They beat the Giants who were a one. Yeah. Upsets galore. Yeah. And so he just kept rolling it over, letting it ride, and the Cardinals yeah. uh, had that game. Boy, was that that's kind of like what that play was for the Bengals the other night. It to- totally Absolutely changed was. the game. Absolutely was. I'm glad sure. Rocky said that at least when we talked to Rocky Boyman. Now he likes the Bengals to win the game. He's from Cincinnati. But he said he's right. They were not going to win that game. Oh, it was a great game plan. Until up until that point, right? Dominating the game. Yep. That horrible decision and Huntley going rogue. And then the final two minutes, which, you know, huddling up. Actually, the last minute, huddling up twice with two timeouts. But what what is that conversation like if you're John Harbaugh? And he, he told the media that after the game, it wasn't supposed to go that way. He was not supposed to go low. Did it on his own go high? He was supposed high. to go low. He went high. That's what I'm saying. He was supposed to go he was low. He supposed to go low. Yeah, yes. yeah. He was supposed to go low, went high instead, did it on his own. I, what's Well, they got the guys in to push him. Oh, God. On the flight back, how, what, how does that go? Uh, you ignore the kid? <laughs> you sit down next to him and just say, uh, God, they blew that. Yeah, they Not did. to mention the, the possession right before halftime. Could have been 14-9 halftime. Up next, NFL better, handicapper, friend of the show, Adam Chernoff. Bets that he likes here early on a Tuesday for the division round. Coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber with an intro offer of $9.99. VSEN Pro subscribers get access to the recap of every play by every host and every guest. The betting splits show you where the money and bets are moving every game. The deep dive betting reports as well. Limited time offer. VSEN.com slash subscribe. Sign up for only $9.99. Adam Chernoff Time, Simple Handicap Podcast. He joins us now. Follow him on Twitter. On every week during the football season, 
Uh, well, I want to start with what happened last night. So the Cowboys get the win. Dak looked great, turnover free. Now short week travel on the road against the Niners. If you think the number's short uh, with, with uh, San Francisco here winning 11 in a row, and who knows? What if Maher misses his first kick? What does McCarthy do on Sunday? <laughs> Well, they just stopped kicking by the end of it. Like they, <laughs> they, they had had the rope and they were pulling them back from yeah. the sideline. By the yeah. end of it, that was ugly. It has to be the worst game anywhere close to this stature that we have ever seen Tom Brady play. I'm sure that's justified statistically, but we saw really that that game plan and just get out of control in a hurry. 66 pass attempts. Like it's crazy to say that it's not like way out of line for what Brady and this Bucks offense has done. But what was interesting was just how inefficient it was. Because the big knock on Tampa Bay was all of these first down runs that left, which just plagued the team with the entire season, and how inefficient they were. <laughs> Last night you got all the passes in the world, and I mean there were some throws that were just made you scratch your head watching that. And so I question whether or not the Cowboys now this morning as well as late last night are maybe getting a little bit of a bump for beating a team that could have ended up not being all that great when all was said and done. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that number against San Francisco come crashing down in the last about 12 hours here. So uh, a bit of a, an interesting situation from that number perspective brewing this coming Sunday. Okay. So where are you at with it right now then? I mean, to me, it mm -hmm. feels short because mm -hmm. I said this earlier today, Adam, uh, a lot of conjecture out there that the Niners would be favored on the road uh, at Philly in the NFC title game. Well, Philly would be a home favorite to the Cowboys, in my opinion. So how is San Francisco only laying three and a half right now to, uh, to Dallas? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree that that would be the case, especially with a health, healthy Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't actually think that this number where it is now is, is too crazy or out of line to the point where I would be comfortable making a bet. But what I will say is from the total, which actually caught my eye at 46, um, we saw the Cowboys in a pretty comfortable position uh, against the, the Buccaneers, and they were moving the football quite well. I think it's a little bit more challenging against the Niners' defense, obviously, because it's going to have to be a game where things are really spread around. But what I like in this game, when you're looking at this total of 46, the Niners, which the Buccaneers did not do, is obviously they run the football exceptionally well. The Cowboys' biggest weakness all season long has been defending the run. And so I think the 49ers can take some of that burden off of Brock Purdy and find some success here on offense, especially running the football. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys offense really interests me in the terms of helping the total if they're playing from behind and forced to chase a little bit. And so I, I do think this is a game where the Niners lead. I don't love laying this number with Brock Purdy in the offense, but looking at the over at 46, I think that is a bet that I would be comfortable making this morning because, I, I again, I do think yeah. the Niners lead. It speeds up the Cowboys a little bit. And if you think about the Niners leading, more inclined to run the football, that's going to lead to more success too. And so I think the Cowboys' defense, as we saw, a little bit banged up. Parsons a little bit worn down as we get to this point in the season. I think we see some points in this one. So the over at 46 is is good this morning. How about the other NFC game? And we were discussing this before you came on. Week 14, the Philly did whatever they wanted. Sanders ran for 140. Yeah. It was a blow. It was 48-14 to 14 with a minute left. Uh, do you think the Eagles are too short? 
I do think the Eagles are too short at seven and a half. And I think that this is a number which is taking into account some level of uncertainty with Jalen Hurts Uh not being 100%. I think it's assuming that he's a lot unhealthier than he actually is. Because if if this was a game where Hurts was 100% known to be healthy, uh, there's no way that we're sitting at seven and a half. We're going to be closer to 10, if not on the 10. And looking at this spot too, like like the Giants went and beat the Vikings, and there's obviously a lot from what we saw last week kind of influencing where this number is now sitting at that is is lower. Because in that game against the Giants earlier in the season when everyone played, in New York, that was seven and a half, and it was a blowout. We now have the venue switch. You have the buy. It just it, it shouldn't be this low if if Hurts was a hundred percent. But like the who what did the Giants beat last week? It was Dayball and Kafka in a recent rematch against a really really bad defense. Mm-hmm. We've known the defense for the Vikings has been bad for weeks. They've been a dead over team for the better part of two months mm-hmm. because of how bad that defense is. And you have a brilliant coach and offensive coordinator going up against that after seeing it just a couple weeks prior. Very different story this week against the Eagles, who defensively in a completely different class to what the Vikings are. I know Dable and Kafka have seen it twice. This will be number three. But that same ability to move the football we saw the Giants have against the bad Vikings defense, that's not there nearly at the same rate that it is against this Eagles defense. And if Philly gets a lead, they're comfortable running and expanding on that. So I, I think that it's it's too short here and it's too much accounting for what Hurts might be. I, I feel like he's healthier and, and this number should be higher. Follow the money on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest, NFL better, handicapper, voice of the Simple Handicap podcast, uh, friend of the show. So the first time the KC uh, hosted Jacksonville, they closed about nine and a half. Uh, they won the game by 10. They outgained Jacksonville, what, 486 to 315. Mahomes had four mm-hmm. touchdowns, but they also had three turnovers here. You think this number where it's currently sitting, eight and a half, nine out there as well. Uh, is this too short? And, and the Jags threw everything they had at the Chiefs. There was a surprise onside kick. They had all the turnovers in that game. Still wasn't overly competitive either. And so I don't, I don't think we see the same repeat where it's the lopsided turnovers and you have some of the surprise elements from the Jags all over again. But I think we see a similarly non-competitive game here on Saturday. Eight and a half sort of implies a lot of that already. But I just get the impression that it's a little, maybe a season early for the Jags in this spot. They obviously fell way behind against the Chargers. They come roaring back. They get the win. It's great for Peterson. It's great for Lawrence. But now again, you're going into face the best team in the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs. You're in Arrowhead. Much different situation. And this Jags defense specifically, you look down the schedule the last two months, any time that they have had to step up and face an above-average offense. It's been ugly. 30-plus against the Chargers. They gave up 40, 34 to the Cowboys. They gave up 40 to the Lions. In the previous game against the Chiefs, Mitch, like you mentioned, 450-plus yards. When they're not playing those backup quarterbacks like uh-huh. they had in the final three weeks of the season or even third stringers, uh, defense has been rough. And so uh, I think this is a spot where the Chiefs at 8.5, um, that's a bet that I'm making, as well as when you're looking at the Super Bowl odds uh, plus 300 for the Chiefs, not the most fancy number or for a future. Or you're going to get super excited about with the big payout, but I, I think of all the teams left, um, Chiefs 
deserving of a bet at three to one. That's two, another bet that I would make this morning. Okay, two minutes left. Uh, great game Sunday with the Bengals and the Bills. And I going. I mean, I loved I loved the Bengals until they took the field Sunday, and then the injuries with the offensive line, and you can't run the ball. But considering what happened on the Monday night game before it was stopped, looked like Burrow was going to go up and down the field against them. And then, yes, the the Bills are up 17-0 in the big plays, but the drops, and again, they can't get away from the Allen turnovers and the fact that he was sacked seven times. Yeah, fun game coming up between the Bills and Bengals here. I think too much is being made of the offensive line injuries for two reasons. First of all, we saw the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl with a worse offensive line a year ago than what they're going to have out there. But also the fact that Joe Burrow on the season, second quickest release time of any quarterback in the entire league, gets it out extremely quickly. If you want to have kind of the ideal combination to make up for a banged up offensive line, it's getting the ball out to a lot of great receivers who can get open very quickly in space. And so I don't think that that's as big of an issue going forward as it's being maybe made out to be and will be leading up to kickoff. So I think the Bengals get a bit of a pass in that regard. In this matchup specifically, the Bengals kind of play this shell defense as is and in a way dare teams to run. And I think that that's kind of the perfect situation that you want to oppose this Buffalo Bills offense. And so if we see the Bengals kind of continue on with what they've been doing, I think this is actually going to be a bit of a slower paced game. And so when you're looking at this total at 50 and a half, I know how that Monday nighter was kind of hinting at playing out, but I do Mm -hmm. think in this playoff spot with both teams coming off of a game that really went to full duration of four quarters on either side, I think we see a a bit of a slower game with fewer possessions. So I would be on under 50 and a half points or 51 if you can find it. Okay, excellent. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Adam Chernoff. And again, the podcast is called The Simple Handicap. Thanks for the time today, pal. We appreciate that. Of course, guys. Chat to you later on. Yep. Thank you, sir. Good luck this weekend. Uh, we'll recap last night's betting action with win lose and tell you what we're adding to our bets with in-pocket plays coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, this is going to be a great win-lose. We're going to hit everything here in this one. Schultz, first touchdown, 11-1. to Mitch had it at a better price. How about that? Schultz to score twice, 20 to 1. At DraftKings, Schultz to have the most receiving yards last night, 15 to 1. Wow. Great. Uh, Just in that game. Just in that game. Oh, sure. Look who it was. Lamb, Evans, Godwin. No, right, it was Schultz. Right. He was awesome. Dak, anytime touchdown, 7 to 1. Julio, anytime touchdown, 5 to 1. Missed extra point in the game. It's kind of like the Samuel prop, right? It was it was seven to one to have an interception. What if he had three? I mean, four right. missed extra points. Right. Plus two forty with the missed extra point. Successful two point conversion. I can't wait to see this number for the next round. What do we have? Six of them? The prop was one and a half. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, Plus two eighty caches at Bet Rivers. Cowboys to win between thirteen and eighteen points. Seven to one. Buccaneers to score in both halves. No, five to one. Every team has a passing touchdown for the weekend. Yes, 9-1. to one. Every team scores two touchdowns. Yes, 30-1. to one. The DraftKings. There will be points in every quarter of every game. Yes, plus 450. Fewest points of the week. Buccaneers. Those all came in? Yep. Damn. That's, yep. Uh... Oh, yeah, high-scoring games. And yeah, look, right, yeah, right. Two. Not hard to get two touchdowns, even though Tampa tried their damnedest. Fewest points of the weekend, Tampa 10 to 1. Most points, 49ers 6 to 1. Lowest scoring game, Ravens Bengals 4 to 1. Highest scoring game, Dolphins Bills 5 to 1. That was 65 combined. The 49er game had 64 combined. The Jacksonville game had 61 combined. Yeah. And how about this? Most passing yards, Josh Allen 6 to 1. He had 352. Brady had 351. Oh, boy. Come on. That is awesome. Most rushing yards. These it was the early game, and they held up. McCaffrey seven to one. Most receiving yards. Metcalf sixteen to one. And bad for the books and win some over 44 and a half. The game bet up to 45 and a half, and it falls 45. Also, Grizzlies Suns over 225 up to 231. Memphis destroys Phoenix. And Mandalorian the trailer at halftime, season three in March. Get on board, Mitch. You'll love it. Catch up. Great show.
I, had, I oh, can't catch wait. up. Yeah. Get, so catch up season. on everything Star Wars has ever made. No, no, no. Just Mandalorian. There's too much. Uh, yeah. How, how, it, it picks up after Return of the Jedi. You're fine. I've never seen Return of the Jedi. That's what I'm saying. I got to go all the all the way uh, back from right. day one. Nah, you're okay. I got to go back to 1977. You're not. You're there. okay. Just start with it, Baby Yoda. Come on, Baby Yoda, baby. You got it. Subscribe. Be part of the team. Vison.com. Vison Pro. Watch the show. Vison.com. You always want to see these tweets and these videos. Oh my God! This was at Boulder Station. This is down the street. A lucky local. I'll tell you what you're looking at. You want to know what they're looking at? Us. We just got made. That is a 10 spot. It's five cents on Kino. It's a progressive. It's $108,000. It was a 20 cent bet. Nickel denomination, uh, four credits. $108,000, 10 spot local. Lucky local. Popped all 10 numbers. Popped it. Yeah. It's a progr- I, I, I asked our buddy Fitz, have you ever seen that? He said once. 10 it, spot. And Fitz has been here for more than two 20 decades. years. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that. And there it is. They tweeted it out on their uh, on their handle and their Twitter page as well. I can count on wow. one finger, not one hand, one finger, how many times I've played Kino. Yeah, I don't play. No, our guy Al Lasso loves it. Our loves lo- it. Our oh, lawyer. I know other people who do. It's yeah. jackpots all the time. This is great. I-, I love dogs so much. We don't deserve dogs. Look at the reaction of the dog when he's adopted. Look at this. Thank you very much. You saved me. He's look at that, getting emotional. Oh wow! The dog's hugging the owner, and he comes in. Thank you. Look at this. Brings it in for the real thing. Thank you very much. You saved me. How good is this video? Thirty seconds. There it is. And he comes in again at the end. It's so good. It oh. makes me want to go get like two or three more dogs. Absolutely. Oh sure. The rescue and saving him from the shelter. Yeah. That is awesome. That is a great video. Lose some. Somebody had five hundred and forty thousand dollars on Tampa plus three at Caesars. Oh boy. That is tough, man. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Lose some videos. Oh, boy. It happened again. How about twice in the same night? Las Vegas locally on Twitter. Two casino cages robbed Palace Station and Sunset Station. Palace Station's like the movie Heat. Top 10 movie of all time, in my opinion. De Niro and Pacino. Good. Two good escape routes, right? Two good escape routes. I mean, you you go Palace Station, you run right out of the cage, you can hop right on the freeway, right. either direction. You're on the 15 Easy. and you're cruising Absolutely. L.A. But to, this is, what is this, nine in t- three months? It's eight nine? Or, yeah, eight or nine, right up there. Two in the same night? Yeah. Boy, these guys, another heat check. This is definitely, it's point break. Yeah. That's what it is. The Steph Curry of bank robbers it's, it's right Bo- now. It's Bodie. Right, they're getting everybody together. The band's back together again, and yep. they're, just, they're dancing around town. Yep. And they're taking over. This is in the suburb down the street, Henderson. This is on the sidewalk, on like a busy road. Look at the coyotes. They're all over Las Vegas now. I told you I was driving home from work a couple weeks ago in a residential. It's, uh, outside, like busy road, 45 miles an hour. One's running down the middle of the road. There's four of them, a pack. They're taking over. My God. They couple, are all over the city. Couple bad beats. I, I mean, the game had no business getting on 45 because of the shenanigans late. But but again, you had seven touchdowns and it couldn't go over 45 and a half if you had that. But even if you had under 44 and a half, that's a bad beat without it played out. And, I, and uh, you know, the third quarter went over on the third quarter went over. Last play of the quarter, 30 yards to Julio Jones. Our friend had it. Had over? Had the under. The touchdown put it over. Right. The bad beat was the under. Tom Brady went 96 yards in three minutes. 
On the final but play I, of the third quarter, he hits Julio for the Julio. touchdown yeah. to put the third quarter over. Are you kidding? Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more at BetRivers.com. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. All right. Mixed bag last night. Brady over 42 and a half pass attempts. He had 66. So that was a winner. The over one and a half missed extra points. That got there. Thank you. Money. Hello. <laughs> money Maher. Yeah. So you those can't were, have a money name. No, no. That's, you miss five straight extra points. That nickname is gone today. Uh, Buccaneers plus three. No bueno. Teaser. Bengals minus two and a half. Buccaneers plus eight and a half. Trash as well. Uh, I'm moving on. I'm adding the most obvious teaser in the history of the NFL playoffs this weekend. And yes, oh, I had to do it. Chiefs oh, minus two why? and a half. Eagles minus one and a half. Why? What, what do you mean why? Oh, no, the teasers have been so bad though. Uh, well, uh, uh, you had to do it. I can't tap out now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got to keep going. You're right. That's in it. Boy, I'll yeah. let everyone's going to be on that sucker. Yep. I'm, I'm with Chernoff here. I mean, I like this late game Sunday over, and I think the Niners will be able to run the ball against Dallas. And plus, how do you slow down the San Francisco offense right now? Will Shanahan even care about running the football? Well, they didn't against the Seahawks. Yeah. I see points in that game. Okay. Absolutely. Seattle did move it. A little bit, yeah. For much of the, the yeah. first three quarters um, against San Francisco, which could they have some success through the air, right? So I'll go over with that one as well. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern, betrivers.com. You can keep the feedback coming all day long on Twitter at VSIN Live, at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard. Email is FTM at VSIN.com. Based on the Chargers' loss on Saturday night, we were asking you about toughest losses to get over. This is sneaky, under the radar, absolutely kicked at the breadbasket. I have a good friend who is a lifelong Texas Rangers fan. Don't ask me how. It's the most confusing story of yeah, all time. Yeah. But this is from Jan, chiming in. Diehard Texas Ranger fan for almost 40 years. Believe it or not, live in New York, have never been to Texas. <laughs> Strange. Yeah. Yet, he's seen him play. they've seen him play on the road, about 10 different stadiums. This has to be as bad as it gets. Game 6, 2011 World Series. Texas, two-run lead, two outs, two strikes in the ninth. St. Louis tied the game on a two-run triple. That was a fly ball to Nelson Cruz in right field. He probably catches that ball 98% of the time. Misplayed it. And to make matters worse, Texas got a two-run shot from Josh Hamilton in the top of the 10th. Again, a two-run lead. Again, two outs, two strikes, bottom of the 10th. And then Lance Berkman, Tied the game with a single, and of course, David Freeze hits the walk-off homer in the 11th inning. That organization, yep. for that like two or three-year yep. window, they were awesome. And they had that, that series was done. The World Series was over with. Mm-hmm. And then all of that took place. Yep. Oakland A's have had, now they've had, they had a lot of success. I mean, you have some world, great, a lot of championships, but also but they couldn't beat the Yankees. The Jeter flip and the Jambi oh, not God. sliding. They blew a 2-0 series lead in one of those in a best-of-five? The, the non-slide will haunt them forever. Yeah, the non-slide. What are you doing? Yeah. All right. If you miss any of the show, just uh, search Follow the Money. We'll see it.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today.